0: Welcome. I'm Sarah Pollock, and I'm Quinn Faison and together we coach parents of preteens teens and young adults at Plan P
1: we have been there and done that and when the going got tough the P was for many things and always for practice patience and pause the work that we do now as coaches has the full support and approval of both of our amazing children and teachers
0: So if you're a parent, you've come to the right place. We're going to give you tools to practice clear communication with your children, which will improve
1: your relationships. We are so honored and excited to have you join us on this incredible journey where learning is in the pause and perfection is found in the practicing. Let's get moving. Hello and welcome back to the Plan P podcast. We're again, once again, once again, once again, so incredibly, incredibly grateful to all of you for listening to all of the parents we have worked with in the past and will work with in the future and for our children who brought us to this work and we get to enjoy (laughs) the, the enormous gift of their presence in our lives. Yes. So welcome back, let's keep it going. Because there's been a lot of media
0: attention, which flares up from time to time on the subject of wilderness, we've been talking a lot about and thinking a lot about our wilderness experience.
1: And the wilderness experience, because, yeah, there's a lot of media coverage. If you look back, if you, like, when we sent our child to wilderness, there was some media coverage, but it wasn't, it was pre-Hilton, pre-Paris Hilton's reveal, but... But you went online
0: and right. saw nothing good. Saw all sorts of, yeah, that was that was
1: a bad night. That was a bad night. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, once again, I'm going to reference the the toddler to teen, because it's just like when you go online when your kids are little looking for, you know, and it's just like all adults go online to WebMD and right. it goes straight to cancer. If you want to search out wilderness programs, I can tell you it's going to come up with cancer.
0: Yeah. It's no, not
1: going to be healthy.
0: And part of that is that there are places out there that that do yes. discipline in a way that is
1: not proven to be very helpful. As a parent said to me, you know, thank God you're doing this, Sarah, because when you're a vulnerable parent and you're out there, it feels like the vultures are circling and you're their next meal. Right. And it is,
0: yes. wilderness
1: is... Wilderness and therapeutic boarding schools are an industry and it is unregulated. And the good ones understand the same thing that we believe, which is it should be regulated. Right. (laughs) And I also want to hit a pause for a nanosecond, just to say we're talking about wilderness right now. And we are here doing the work we are doing so that hopefully you get things out of this podcast and out of working with us, as coaches or out of other work that we do that will prevent you from ever having to search out wilderness. Right. And the other thing about wilderness is what we know as coaches and we know as parents is there are, A million different children, a billion possibly. I don't know. There are 8 billion people in the world or something. I don't know what percentage are children you're Anyway, there
0: are a lot of children.
1: There are a lot of children. And they're they're all a little different. And there are a million different options. Yes. Wilderness is just one of many. And the percentage of people who even consider, even have the financial means to consider sending their children to wilderness is small. So if wilderness isn't an option, it doesn't mean you won't get something from this podcast right because just remember there are a million options and if you search any of them on the internet <laughs> you will end up something not good i what if i kick my child out
0: yeah i was going to say remembering that all the algorithms are set to the most
1: dramatic right you know and we are here to say you can have grace over drama we hope that you will find something in this podcast That gives you a moment of pause and some peace. And one thing that we're going to talk about today, Mm -hmm. one option for parents whose children are struggling is therapeutic wilderness programs and therapeutic boarding schools. And some of them are good and some of them are not good. Just like elementary schools and preschools. Right. And some of them will fit your kid and some of them... Will not be the right match. Yeah. And if you are panicking, that's not a good place to start no. because you're going to go for the one that has an opening, the one. I mean, there are lots of reasons that and just a moment for the Hiltons who didn't have to think about spending that kind of money because <laughs> they're the Hiltons. Um, I believe that the Hiltons are humans. And that they wanted, they were concerned for their child and they sent their child to the provost school, which was not good in any way, shape or form. And we've said this before, but I think it bears repeating. We know someone who is not our age, but close to our age, who was sent to the provost school when they were a troubled teen. And that has had long-term impact on their relationship with their parents. And they have a relationship with their parents. Right. Because, you know, parents do the best they can. And the provost school was apparently where everyone sent their kid because the Hiltons were sending their kids there, doing your due diligence just like you did for preschool, just like you did for daycare, just like you did for something, not acting like panic. Okay, I'm going to send my child to that preschool and whatever.
0: Yeah, and, you know, I think for us it was a moment where we realized the environment we were in, the environment we had created – with our child was not healthy for any of us. And we needed to take a, a big step back and reset. Right. And I know that we went into it thinking we were part of the problem. This was not sending him away to fix him. This was sending him away to give all of us the space to breathe and the time to look at how had we gotten here and what did we want to do?
1: Right. The other thing is, a lot of parents right now are like, oh my God, did I do the wrong thing based on this article? Right. And other articles because this happens and parents are like, is this a safe place to be? A lot of parents are concerned that maybe where their child is isn't safe. Do you know about this one, Sarah? Do you know about that one I've been getting from different Mm. people? Have you heard of this one? What do you know about this one? So, what therapeutic wilderness programs are? And what therapeutic boarding programs are are exactly what Quinn just said. They're places where a family, an entire family, can be given the opportunity to change environments because yeah. our home was not a safe environment for our child either. Right. It wasn't healthy. It wasn't healthy for us or for them, and the surrounding area, the environment they were living in when they left the house.
0: Yeah. So one of the advantages to a wilderness or a therapeutic boarding school is that the child gets removed from their friends and, you know, quote unquote, bad influences, but their day-to-day
1: life and need to sort of rebuild. I knew someone who I went to high school with back in those olden days when who, I went to high school. Where you were one of part of the bad influence. I don't know if I was part of the bad influence. I'd like to say they were a worse influence. I was in, I was a follower. They might have been more of a leader. Susan, yeah. Do you are you, feel, are you listening? Because um, <laughs> I'm still in touch with her. She was, the, and, and there were two friends of mine. One went to a boarding school of sorts, uh-huh. which they also, I, 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 they've told me recently they got kicked out of there too. And my parents knew that. And they didn't stop me from being friends with this person. I had mm-hmm. forgotten about that. Um, and Susan was sent to live with other family members who lived somewhere else. And that's where she finished out high school. All these people are fine now. Yeah. They're leading healthy, productive, you know, normal air quotes lives. So if someone says to me, and someone said to me the other day, have you heard of this place? And I said, yes, I have. I feel very comfortable sending your child there. I sent my child there. Right. And the other thing that, that is completely coincidental, not only that, but I also have a cousin who worked there. Right, right. And so I've got it from both sides. And um I thought that we had the best therapist ever. We revere right the, the therapist, therapist we who had... we worked with there, who worked with our child there really. I mean, worked with the whole family. And my cousin is like, Yeah, they're good. This other pair, but there are other ones too, which just made me feel better about that place right, even. Because right, if right. that one wasn't the best, then wow. And there is scientific evidence that says that nature is healing.
0: Mm. And this
1: goes to, if you paint trees on the wall of a prison, that lowers the anxiety level of the people in prison. Right. I mean, that's crazy stuff, but there's lots of evidence that actually the wilderness really does give you a pause. Also, they don't have phones there. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're less distracted. Right. And if, For our child, that wilderness experience was the pause that they needed. And we didn't tell them they were going because they were bad or... Our family dynamic wasn't helping anyone. And we weren't going to leave him alone in the house. Right. (laughs) Because the environment... Because
0: we'd made that mistake
1: once. (laughs) (laughs) One of the reasons that we really, really are passionate about the work that we do now is because we are really, really passionate about the ability that parents have to be part of the healing process. Yes. We didn't know what part of the problem we were exactly, or I wasn't clear. Maybe (laughs) you were. No, I wasn't clear either. I, I
0: knew that we were not communicating. Right. Communication. And that he was in trouble. Right. And that we were not helping. But I didn't know what would help. I didn't know
1: how to communicate. Right. And I didn't know what was wrong. Right. We didn't know a lot. What we did know was that the way things were working was not working for anyone in the family, including the other child. Right. Who wasn't even living at home anymore. But the, the, the stress and anxiety of all of us, it was not a healthy environment. And once we... Made the decision, having spoken with pe- numerous people who we trusted, and there's lots more support for families even than there was ten yeah. years ago, nine yeah, yeah. years there ago. There was not a lot of there, but
0: there wasn't extra counseling for us or people to talk to. We had right
1: a lot of these places, not all of them.
0: We had conversations with our child, but we didn't have any. We didn't have many, at least with us and the therapist.
1: Right, pointing out. How we were contributing. But we had homework. We had lots of reading, we had lots, lots of writing, lots of lots watching of, the of webinars. That we
0: teach and are talk about in these podcasts and are. You too could have them for a lot of money. I was going to say,
1: we're, we learned there. Yeah, we did. We learned a lot because we were willing to hit the pause as well.
0: Yeah, some of it is taking them out of their environment and really a lot of what's going on in the wilderness is assessment right. of. What the next step should be. I mean, you don't send them to the wilderness thinking they're going to be there for a prolonged period. It's a, it's a, and it is the transition,
1: and it's not boot camp. Okay, I want to be really clear. Right. People said to me before, you can't send them to the wilderness. My guess is that what they were talking about was boot camp, because in therapeutic wilderness, the word therapeutic mm-hmm. is really part of it. Right now. A lot of these places, these are not all trained therapists. Everyone working in the therapeutic wilderness, they have therapists. They come in, they leave, they are walking, they are trained to be wilderness guides. Right. And they are th- trained in this specific arena. They do not have letters after their name that indicate that they right. are therapists. But like my cousin, just a know. very caring, kind, smart, capable who loves wilderness in general, right, so was able to bring their love of wilderness and their kindness and their compassion, and was given the skill set to know how to handle teens right teens and teens and to work with them in a safe environment. The wilderness is a safe environment, i
0: mean, right, and it's also an environment that has natural consequences right right, so I think I've used this example before. If you don't pitch your tent properly, it might cave in on you, and that's not anybody else's fault. It
1: You may so be cold. You, you may be wet.
0: Right. So you have to take responsibility for your own well-being at a certain level. I mean, and all those guides, like your cousin, were there
1: to help them, you know, make sure that they were actually safe, not right. put them in any danger Quite the contrary. And um, the other thing is, it's a community that they are building. Mm-hmm. So when they are hiking, if some, one of the children, because they are children, some of them may look like adults. They may have beards even, but <laughs> they're children. Um, if they start acting out as children will, toddler, two teen, and beyond. I was to say, I'm not sure there's <laughs> an end
0: date on that for some people. Every
1: once in a while, I have my moments. <laughs> I saw that look. No?
0: No, it wasn't you,
1: but... I act out sometimes, though.
0: We all act out sometimes. Well, right. That's all I'm saying. Some of it looks more infantile
1: than others. Absolutely. So, one of the things that they do is they come together. They pause the hike. We're not going further until we process. Move together, yeah. It's not like, okay, we've got 10 minutes. You've got a 10-minute timeout. It's not like, okay, someone's having feelings here. Let's hear about everyone's feelings. And they learn how to pause and process in a completely different way. Yeah, I mean, I absolutely, some of these therapeutic wilderness programs, and I don't think the boarding schools do this because they're schools, but there are actually things that aren't in wilderness where adults can go Uh that are called intensives. Right. And some of the therapeutic wilderness programs have them and they're additional, they're optional. There are some places, I know of some in the South, I'm sure there are other ones, where you can go for a week-long intensive, not in the wilderness, but like basically in a resort. <laughs> and I'm like, I like those. But sometimes I thought, yeah, I don't really want to carry a 60-pound pack in the wilderness. for. But But that opportunity sometimes really sounds like... For a week, not three months. Yeah, yeah. But I, I understand that opportunity differently. And giving your child that opportunity. I have Yahoo emails that I don't really use anymore. They're totally my junk, but they were my primary emails during that time when we were mm-hmm. considering this. And it, I'm grateful for them because one of them said, you know, he's a really good kid having a baddish time. Mm, right. I didn't know what was going on, but I knew it wasn't good. Right. And a lot of parents, we don't know exactly what's going on. We, The things we did know were there was lots of weed smoking in a place, our home, where it was bl- clearly not allowed. And it was going on and on and on. And, you know, years later, lots more evidence. And we were ignoring some of it, like the water tipped. Mm. <laughs> there was this time when there was suddenly water coming from our ceiling in our hallway,
0: yeah, you make it sound like it was dripping. There was a water stain on our ceiling.
1: Okay, I can't remember yeah. the details. And w-
0: so we yeah, got a roof or something. Yeah, we we were like, oh, something's leaking. This is this is bad. But it's sort of central to the house. We yeah, we got a somebody to come inspect our roof, and he went into the attic, and he was like, "There's a water bottle that got tipped over." And
1: yeah, I have to tell you about our attic. We've never been in it. It's like. Wood beams and and insulation. Right, like you don't go up there. There's a door in the ceiling that gets there. But someone had been up there with water bottles. Right. Hmm. hmm. Wonder who that could have been.
0: Right. Probably smoking next to the insulation. Insulation which or... was
1: loose. Yeah. Anyway. There's some
0: gratitude. Yeah. Anyhow, therapeutic boarding schools are sort of the next step. I mean, assuming that the child is in high school. It's a place where the schooling can continue while there is still some.
1: It's a therapeutic environment. They have therapy and there are therapists and everyone there is trained and there, they, there are more therapists there. Right. I think. than in the wilderness even.
0: Yeah. And and there are teachers there and there I mean, the one that we went to, they had individualized lesson plans.
1: Right. Um, most of them have some sort of individualized lessons. Yeah, plans. well, you have
0: to because people are coming in and leaving at different times, and there are programs that are designed for different kinds of issues. Right. So you want to match up your issue to right. The place so that you're it could going. be
1: drugs and alcohol. We didn't re- we knew that drugs and presumably alcohol were part of the issue. Yes. But behavior was also part of the issue. Yes. Depression, um, cutting, food, food whatever yeah. behavior is concerning you the most of those can be addressed there are lots and lots of therapeutic wilderness programs and lots and lots of therapeutic boarding schools where drugs and alcohol aren't the issue right you want one that
0: has a specific focus has the focus that you need um because you want to match up the right kind of assessment right and if the place is just throwing them all in one big barrel that would to me be a warning sign that this wilderness program might not be one of the better ones.
1: Hmm. I would have to think about that because here's the other thing that I know. And, you know, all of these behaviors are done to alleviate some level of pain, mm-hmm. anxiety, stress, pain of some sort. Right. They're using different tools. Mm-hmm. As it? Were. Sometimes it's drugs and alcohol. Sometimes it's cutting. Sometimes it's, using food in some manner sometimes it's it's depression right these things all are feelings
0: if the program can't address the problem that you're going there for if they don't have some right. familiarity so oh, absolutely your child has an eating disorder and they don't specifically know about eating disorders absolutely then yeah you need to but because you want to make sure that the the place that you are sending them has familiarity with whatever the issues are that you has an expert,
1: and, and I would say even yeah, which is why it's important that you talk to as many people as possible before right. you send them there, right? Not just send them to boot camp. I believe that the parents who send their children to every boot camp, every therapeutic school, loves their ch- children,
0: mm-hmm. and, and they want trying to do their best and they, for them,
1: right? So that's the other thing they send them to these places because they love their children.
0: Yeah. And they're at their wits end
1: and they're at their wits end. And sometimes if they don't understand that there is an entire family involved and they're looking for their child to come back quote unquote better, right. Behaving differently when Mm -hmm. the parents haven't done any work whatsoever Mm -hmm. on their behaving differently. In a family, there's a dynamic.
0: And if we're unchanged, they come back, they will fall into the same dynamic. Right. The and dynamic that will is... cause the same issues to surface, is my belief.
1: Right. And that's a, we could get into that much, much deeper. And I'm sure we will sometime. <laughs> and listening to you just now, I'm like, right. It's about that failure to communicate. Right. If we're not communicating differently, they can have all sorts of skill sets, but they're going to react. If we're still reacting in the same, if we're still Communicating right. If we same, haven't
0: learned any communication skills, right. then
1: communic- it might change
0: us to some degree.
1: And it's hard to change. Yeah. It's hard to not respond to your fears right. as a parent.
0: Yeah. That is
1: an incredibly hard thing to do. And we did change. We had different con- conversations, and they were able to rise to the occasion of differently communicating. Yes. We do not communicate in the same way you used to. Right. Neither no, one and, of our and, kids.
0: And we made space for a different communi- level of communication.
1: Yep. And I know for the most part when to stop talking. <laughs> for the most <laughs> part. Did everyone hear for the most part? So I think that the other thing, why it feels important to have this conversation now on the podcast is because that thing about vulnerability that I mentioned earlier, mm. that as parents, we are... Vulnerable, and given the lack of regulation, it makes us feel additionally vulnerable. If you don't feel safe doing this, don't do it, but do talk to someone about other options. Right? If things aren't working, as I mentioned earlier, endless options.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, you can make space for your child in any number of ways,
1: and there is something dramatic about the flip of a switch of having someone come and take your kid out of their bed at the end of the night, or even sending them there by yourself. Yes. Although you've told me you've heard that it's more effective if the dramatic, the more dramatic the the departure is.
0: Yeah, there's something about, and this may just be for um, teenage boys, but there's something about the bravado of having Been, (laughs) you know that it gives them it's like there's cred when they get there that yeah they were
1: right the goons taken yeah yeah and i think that it's interesting as i think about people who i know who have different behaviors not all drugs and alcohol related they have been in their 30s and 40s Mm -hmm. so (laughs) no one is going to pick them up in the middle of the night and take them off right but so you have to get buy-in And having a good interventionist, if your child is over 18, I think having the right interventionist has impact because I think, because a lot of them went because Uh there was the group and they went and then went for a couple of weeks and they're like, I'm not that bad. I'm out of here. Right. Their commitment level, their ability to see, to have a continuing conversation with different people. It's not the family in the same way, but the family work is important no matter what age your child is right so doing the family work is you know why we do what we do why we believe it's so important that families have support because families deserve support
0: well and also it supports the change if everybody's shifting, right? If everybody stays in place except the one person who's causing a problem, it's very hard for that
1: person to actually sustain any change. Right. So therapeutic wilderness programs and therapeutic boarding schools are an option and there are lots of people who you can talk to about that. And I'm gonna do a little plan P self-promotion and say (laughs) one of the things that you can do is if you go on our website plan P. us you can schedule a free session and just talk it over a little yeah like where are you at what's going on what options have you looked at you can do that all in a free session and you never have to talk to us again if you don't <laughs> want to we want to be of service this is this is our it's not a public service announcement but we believe and we know from experience and that things can change and you can change too but making decisions about how to do that is really really hard and if you're talking to one person one time that may be enough to get you to the next person who you want to talk to or the next group of people i mean and you just
0: said this change takes time right so much time you want to find something that will help you sustain whatever changes need to be made you know going on a diet for a day it's not particularly helpful, but it's easy, right? Today, I won't eat, you know, chocolate. Right. Fine.
1: Let's do a cleanse.
0: But yeah, doing a
1: cleanse. It's exactly. a week.
0: But sustaining that Ooh. over time is where the hard, the hard stuff is.
1: Damn, you're brilliant. So. <laughs> no, that is, that's the perfect analogy. If I don't eat for a day, I may lose a little weight. I may not.
0: Yeah, probably not because your body goes into, uh, you know, all sorts of things. Our
1: bodies are designed to work. Our bodies are designed. Right. And our hearts are designed to love.
0: Yes. Our vision is always that sustainable change is a working relationship with your child.
1: And then we're getting back to that thing about responding.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: How are we being? Responsible. Responsible. Able to respond, right? And that takes a lot of learning. Yeah, those are new muscles we're working. Absolutely, took us. We did not decide, oh, let's send Harrison away, and then send him away. (laughs) That took months. Yeah. So there's this great quote. Is it Proust? Yes, I think that's how you. uh, (laughs) I'm like, how do you pronounce this guy's name? All of our resolves and decisions are made in a mood or frame of mind which is certain to change all of our results and all of our decisions right like we it, because and that's the thing about making the decision to send harrison away and then making the decision to do the work that we do and then making the decision to send him to therapeutic boarding school and then making the decision to help him get his high school diploma before he left because he was <laughs> over 18 and he wanted to leave really really urgently and then making a decision to not let him come back here and then making a decision to let him live at home for a while and then making decisions and making decisions and making decisions. Yeah. Resolving to change. I, I remember early in recovery thinking if
0: I could just get to this snapshot where things were perfect and then they would stay that way. I wanted to get to this mystical place where I had a career and a place to live, you know, like all the things in place and recognizing that life doesn't go like that. You don't get to happily ever after and just stay there. Like things keep happening and changing and evolving. And so our brains, I think want to keep us, you know, want us to have a place, but the reality is we need flexibility and because things continue to change. So how do you give yourself that flexibility? You do it by having, ways of responding and coping with things as they change.
1: Yeah. Life is not a snapshot. No. Much though we may try and keep everything in its place. The kids are grown up. Yeah. And the snapshot is changing as they will do. And now we can take a picture every 20 seconds. And that's the listening to you. The other thing that occurred to me is, you know, no matter what age you are parent, Go back 20 years. Mm. If somebody had told you 20 years ago, this is what your life would look like today. Yeah. The relationships that you have. Oh, remember, I mean, it could be you were in a different marriage. Right. It could be you were married. It could be you weren't married. It could be you didn't think you were going to have kids. It could be you thought you were going to have kids this way, and then you ended up having them that way. It could be you didn't know that. that. Like, there's so, so, so many things... And so many of them work out. Mm. And sometimes we don't like the way they work out, but here we are today. I was just saying
0: if liking it is not part of the prerequisite, then everything works out. Mm. Um, not always as we would like, not always as we think. Right.
1: But the but, things that.
0: But everything changes and things work out. Right. Eventually.
1: Yeah, and I just thought of um, that serenity prayer that that is associated with AA mm. because it's used all the time in AA, I believe. Mm-hmm. But it's actually a much longer prayer. Yeah, I mean, it's
0: by his last name is Niebuhr. He was a German Protestant from a long line of German Protestant ministers many of whom were in Germany at the start of World War II. Oh, wow. So that's the context for him writing that. Really? Is his communication with his relatives in Germany who were Protestant. Oh, wow. Um, at the start of the
1: war. And it's about change, changing the things you can.
0: Yeah, it's, and it's about letting go of the things that you can't change.
1: But it also is courage, to change the things you can. Yes. And that's what we're talking about. Yes. In many ways, in all of these podcasts, was changing the things you can. Yeah. and Which, unfortunately, is not your loved one. Right. It's not in well, control. And, and getting back to that letter that I wrote to the Ed Consultant, I didn't want to change Harrison. Right. I loved who that kid was yeah, and yeah. Is, it is today. Yeah. I knew that that kid was marvelous. Remember? And I think that sometimes helps probably, I mean, you know, what we see is the toddler. I remember walking down the street once with a different cousin and our kids were probably teenagers. It was before Harrison was quote unquote troubled. I'm sure he was plenty troubled growing up with me, but, (laughs) (laughs) but he wasn't acting out on it quite yet, really exactly. Anyhow, we were walking down the street and there were our two kids who were, let's say they were preteens and uh, Turfer's two kids who were like little kids, right. toddlers. Right. And I was like, and Allie was probably older by then. So maybe even in high school. And I remember turning to Turfer and saying, so I'm the only one who sees four toddlers there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I think, you know, Allie and Harry were creeping yeah. up on my height. Yeah. Yeah. We see them as they were and it gets harder and harder to see them as they are, but it's important to see them as they are.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: Today, not even last week. Yeah, yeah, because that changes, right? And and they're going to keep changing, and they still keep changing, and we can keep changing too, and that's a miracle. But neural pathways, neural pathways, we can build them yes. forever. My my father continues to build them, and I'm like aspire to be like him. <laughs> so, the practice this week. Consider what all of your options are. Yeah. Therapeutic boarding sp- school, therapeutic wilderness, all of your options. Write them down. Find people to support you. Yeah. And understand what it is that is motivating you to make this decision. Because I think I made lots of decisions, and what was motivating me was panic and mm-hmm. fear. So consider all your options and consider what's motivating you to make this decision. And, you know, have you spoken with people who you trust before making it?
0: Right. Look beyond the panic is what I hear. Yep. And what's the, what's the underlying motivation for the decisions that you're making about your child?
1: Right. Because if you're panicking or feeling pressured by anyone, a family member, the principal of the school, any professional, any, you know, find a third party. If you talk to two people, great. Find a third Right. Because three is a nice, strong number. Third time's a charm. Consider your motives and make decisions in the pause. I was going to say, make the space
0: for yourself to make Mm. decisions that you can live with
1: long term. Right. Thank you so much for tuning in to Plan P. We hope that you enjoyed this episode and gained some valuable takeaways that you can practice this week. And remember, change takes
0: time and practice. To stay connected with us and ensure you never miss an episode, make sure to hit that subscribe button and share our podcast with friends, family, or any other parents who could benefit from our discussions. You can also keep up with all things Plan P on Instagram
1: and TikTok, at is 4 If you have any burning questions or specific topics which you'd like us to address on the show, please just email us at connect at planp.us. If you want to talk to one of us, go to our website at planp.us to learn about us and schedule your free coaching session online. All details and links will be in the show notes. We can't wait to reconnect with you on
0: the next episode. See you next week.